What's up guys? I just had a major bicycle crash. I fall and I braced my arm down and my my right arm was flipped this way. It was strictly out of the socket. I was in tremendous pain and I still had 16 miles to go to a safe area. So today I want to talk about a couple of things. One is not having an exit button. And what, what does that mean for you as an entrepreneurship in your own personal life? Because when we have an exit button, when things get tough, it's very easy for us to push that exit button. And I was very, very lucky not to have this exit button. So let's go back to the story. I was bicycling about 12, 15 miles an hour. I was drinking some water. I took my hands off the steering wheel. I lost control. As, as, as I was falling with my heavy bike, I braced my hand out and my hand got basically broken, dislocated, and my elbow was facing the other direction. I splattered on the concrete ground, and I was in significant pain. And the worst part of it is that I was in a bad neighborhood. There was a lot of drug drug going on, there was a lot of gang members going on, and I'm splashed on the ground, and my arm is dislocated, it's flipped like this, and I'm in significant pain, and I'm on the ground for like two minutes, and. I start realizing that I'm about to get into shock because when I look over my arm, my arm is, doesn't look like normal anymore. And I know that shock is coming. And there's no one for me to call. I, I couldn't even call an ambulance because I don't have a phone. Or figure out what the hospital is. I didn't have any juice. The phone was didn't have any juice and I didn't have any battery, nor did I have a phone uh, service. So I realized that I have to do something or I'm going to be in a tough situation in a bad area. So I knew that in the next few minutes I'm gonna go into shock. So the very first thing I did is I, I, I pulled myself up, which is extremely hard, and I went into my bags, which were scattered everywhere, and looked for some dates, which is basically some sugar to eat dates, you know, the fruit. Because I knew I was gonna go into shock. Um, and sure enough, a few, few minutes later, I was in shock, and, and I started just sweating heavily, breathing very shallow, and I mean, just literally shaking. Um, my body was going to shock. You know, I, I had just experienced tremendous trauma. I was in significant pain. I, I, it was hard to breathe. My lip, my ribs are messed up. It's like only 12 hours. I haven't even had a chance to take a shower or even take a look at myself. I just got back to a safe place. I had to walk 16 miles after the crash. So anyways, I knew I was going to go into shock. So I, I ate one date to, to help my body out. And then I sat down for two or three minutes to experienced a shock and and, and and man I was just sweating I was just sweating like crazy my body was shaking my arms were shaking I couldn't stop it and I'm going to shock um, and during this time I, I figured hey this is a good time to grab my arm and twist it and, and yank it back into place because the pain was significant and I figured that it's going to be even more painful as my body starts cooling off and since I'm already in this shock I'm probably not going to feel that much pain because I'm already in this uh, so I basically pull my arm and it was very, very painful, I should say. Um, pretty disgusting. And then I just sit down for maybe three or four minutes. Uh, and the messed up thing was I had no water. So I tried to gather all my stuff that I could with one arm. I'm, I'm, I'm again, my arm is very banged up. I can't move it. It's hard to breathe. I'm jacked up. My bike's all messed up. My pedals got you know, bent. You know, it was a hard crash. My bike got damaged. So. I started walking, guys. I started walking to the gas station, and you know I have blood on me. 
my hands all jacked up, dude. Like, I'm, I look like shit. I'm pale as hell. I'm sweating like crazy. I'm in shock, dude. I mean, my body's in shock. Um, so I have to walk maybe like two or three miles to the gas station. You know, I, I look like crap, dude. I, I walk into the gas station, like, people are just looking at me because I, I look pale. I got my hand up. I mean, it's swollen. Uh, it, it doesn't look good. Um, so I was able to get some water. I bought some ice at, at the gas station. I got one of those hot dog wrap plastic and I put the ice in there. I tried to be the giver. And I, and I sit down for like 20, 30 minutes and iced it down, which helped a lot because the pain was significant. Um, and, and the funny thing is, in this whole time, that not, not has one person that ever asked me, do you need any help, man? Uh, I mean, I didn't look good. I, I was very, very pale. I, at any time, I could have just fainted. I, you know, I was, I was out of it. I was very lucky to be able to eat that date because I knew I was going into shock to basically help my body uh, have some energy. So I got the water. I drink. I drink because I was extremely thirsty. I mean, like you know, when you go into shock, you become dehydrated like crazy. I'm I'm sweating. I'm, I'm shaking. It, it was pretty crazy. Um, so I sit down for like 30 minutes, put some ice on, drink some water, and then I, I have to get up and now. You know, it's probably like 12 o'clock at, at night. You know, I fell around 10 o'clock by the time I walked to there, to the gas station, which is only like two or three miles, not that long. It's like two hours later. I'm in significant pain. I got to carry my bike, extremely heavy, uh, and I'm walking, and I'm, and I'm in significant pain. So anyways, after the gas station, now I have like 14 miles back to what I call a safe area because uh, I was in a crappy part of town. Uh, so I had to walk, guys. Uh, so I didn't get any sleep. I, 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 I walked all night. Um, it was six in the morning, seven, uh, six in the morning or seven thirty. I started, you know, looking for a place where I could buy one of these sling things for my arm because the pain was significant. I kind of rigged myself a arm sling with my first aid, but you know, it wasn't the best. It was very painful. Uh, every time I walk, I feel, you know, significant pain in it. So I started walking, guys, 14, 15 miles home, and right around 6, 7 o'clock is where I got to a safe area that I recognized. And uh, about to hit the gym, take a shower, and look at my bruises because I haven't even taken a look at my bruises, guys. It's just been a whole night of an adventure. Um, so a couple of things that I learned is that, you know, I've, one thing that I've always learned is that when, when shit hits the fan, it requires significant calmness. And that's one of the good things with me. The harder life becomes for me, the calmer I become. In this situation where my life was in danger, I was super, super calm. You know, to be able to think that, hey, I'm about to go into shock. I need some sugar in my body to be able to help me up. Hey, I need some water. Hey, I need to get some ice. Hey, I, I need to get my first aid and wrap my arm up so it doesn't cause more damages. And just simple stuff like that, okay? Um, which I'm very, very proud of myself because, you know, I, I don't think if it was anyone else, um, they would have hit that exit button and, and they would have bailed out or called someone to come pick them up. I didn't have anyone to call, so I didn't, I didn't have that option. Um, but I'm happy that I didn't have that option because it, it did help me build character. And I realized that no matter what happens, if I'm hurt, if I'm not, I'm a calm, cool, smart individual. That, I, that I'm an overcomer. That I'm an overcomer. No matter what it is, I can overcome it. I don't need anyone. I can do it by myself. And, uh, and I, I believe the same thing with you. Now... The other thing I want to talk about is that panic button. When we have that panic button, when we have a, a security line, when we have something like that, it's very easy not to be our dreams because we can always hit that panic button. I didn't have that option to hit the panic button. If I did have the option, I probably wouldn't hit it anyways because, you know, this builds character. Uh, yes, I did get banged up. Uh, 
but it did teach me a lot, dude. It did teach me that no matter what happens, I can take care of myself. Um, and being calm and cool and collective is the key for success, no matter if you're talking about an injury, if you're talking about, you know, a civil unrest, if you're talking about being your dreams, if you're talking about whatever, when things get, when, when the shit hits the fan, if you're very calm and cool, you have a higher chance of survival versus, you know, being in a panic mood and, and you know, and cussing everything out. Because, you know, even though I felt I was in tremendous pain, I was just thinking to myself, thank you, God, you know, thank you that I didn't get more messed up. Thank you that I, my, my, my bone wasn't sticking out of my skin, you know. Sure, it was twisted the other way, um, but at least it was still intact. Uh, so, <clears throat> being able to be grateful, um, even in a tough situation, has definitely helped me personally to muster the courage, muster the energy to go and finish the job or get myself to safety. So always be positive no matter what happens. Um, always pep talk to yourself because, you know, when I was in shock, I just kept telling myself, and you can do it, brother. And one of the first things I did when I started getting in shocks and I had shadow breathing is just to take deep breaths. I, I tried the, the yoga breathing, and, and it did help me out, man, because sometimes, you know, when you're in shock, you know, your brain just over-regulates and you even get in a more tougher situation. But being able to be calm, being able to breathe, being able to pep-talk myself, say, you can do it, brother. You're strong. You got this, man. Okay? Pain is temporary. And, and that kind of, you know, pep-talk allowed me to pull myself up, be massively injured, gather all my stuff in the hood, walk 16 miles, um, figure what to eat to, to eliminate the shock that I was going through, figure out how to address the wound. And now I'm about to go in, to the gym and take a shower and actually see all my bruises, guys, because I haven't had a chance to do that because, again, it was like 10 I fell, 10 at night, 12 o'clock I got to the uh, gas station, and since 12 o'clock to like 6 o'clock, I've been walking the remaining 16 miles, guys. Uh, and I had to sit down because I was extremely tired. And guys, uh, I don't know if you've ever felt really hard. I mean, your body's just jacked up like everywhere. Like, you know, my, of course, I have the primary injuries, but I also have secondary injuries. Like, I'm so sore, my fingers, like everything. I mean, I, I literally fell. My bike crank got bent. My pedals got bent. You know, like it was a serious fall because if you have still getting bent, then imagine what it does to flesh and bone. Anyways, I wanted to share this with you guys. I want to document it for myself. Um, I did have a crazy crash. I've never had a crash like this before. I was 16 miles out. I didn't have any help, no friends, no family. Didn't call anyone. I just... <sighs> it, it hurts to breathe, guys. It, it, it sounds funny, but it is funny because it was an adventure. I wasn't a victim. Uh, I could have sit down and cried. I wanted to cry. But I thought to myself, crying ain't going to do nothing about it, brother. You got to get yourself out of this situation. And crying is going to make myself me feel more sad or depressed or you know pity party i don't need that so that's why i decided to talk to myself positively and get myself out of this situation so guys this is mike mr no fluff uh be your dreams don't take no for an answer no matter what peace